In a world where full-length motion pictures exist, two men have the power to navigate their stories. Join Jeff and Michael as they attempt to recall some of their favorite movie memories. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Movie Memories Podcast, hosted by myself, Michael, and Jeff. That's right. Michael and I are going to challenge each other each week to recall our favorite movies from memory. It won't be a movie we've seen recently, and we won't know the movie ahead of time. Then we'll go rewatch the movie, talk about parts that we missed, talk about our favorite parts, and maybe even talk about things that we didn't know beforehand. So sit back, relax, and see if you can rise to the challenge. Okay, um, it is time for a new episode. New episode. So exciting. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> like we're done now. Uh, what's that? I, I've, I haven't even, I've only seen little tiny clips of it. Um, but everybody was, you know, cause everyone's in love with Pedro Pascal. Um, but he does like this weird, exaggerated, like Valley girl voice. <laughs> yeah. And he on some <laughs> SNL skits and God, it's so funny. <laughs> I think I've seen that one. No, I'm a god, but doing an episode. It's hilarious. That just made me think of that. Anyway, yeah, a uh, new episode, which you're going to challenge me to a movie. I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. Yeah. Give, give me your best shot. Yes. So uh, this movie um, okay. is sort of related to a recent law that was passed in Tennessee. Oh, boy. That's uh, a <laughs> right. Okay, now get out <laughs> the internet and look up the lot. No, um, yeah, that's one little tidbit, one okay. little clue. Uh, the other clue is episode 40. The director did this movie, episode 40. Uh, what did we do right before setups? Uh, Adventures in Babysitting, mm-hmm. he directed it. And it has to do with a law recently passed. I mean, immediately, I'm just thinking of a drag law. Um, and then that just makes me think of Tu Wong Fu. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Thank goodness, because I haven't seen Tu Wong Fu in like so long. <laughs> but okay, is, is it about the drag law? All right. So the Tu Wong Fu, there is an actor from that movie in this movie. Uh, that's John Leguizamo, Patrick Swayze, and crap. Who's the he, third? He's not in it very long. Oh, but he, but oh. he is in it briefly. I, w- I won't remember then because, okay. like I said, I haven't <laughs> seen Tu Wong Fu. And, like, I've seen it once. <laughs> I think yeah. I've seen half of it once. I haven't seen the whole <laughs> yeah. thing. I've yeah, seen exactly. parts of it. I, um, I should go back and rewatch it because the the scene I did see had the actor in it. So okay, well then, give me something else. Is it, well, am I right in the right direction? Is yes, is it about the drag law? Mm-hmm. Okay, so we got drag in it. Got some drag. Okay. Oh, man. Trying to think of movies with drag. We already did Birdcage. <laughs> <laughs> I so mean, it it's, a, that. it's a family film. Oh. <laughs> I know this. Do, do, you? do you? I think so. Miss Doubtfire? Hello. <laughs> Hello. Oh. Miss Doubtfire. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Fire. It's kind of sad because, you know, I've seen it quite a few times. And maybe the last time I saw it, it's been a few years. 
um, unfortunately, but uh, I can kind of picture all these scenes, but I, okay. It opens up with this. It's going to be tough because <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's kind of linear. Like there's not too much. It immediately jumps into the problem of the crux of the problem of the movie. And um, anyway, okay. I think I can do this. It doesn't right. open up with Robin Williams in the studio doing the voice yes. over the cartoons. Yes, okay. it does. All right. So Robin Williams character, Daniel. No. Yes. Daniel? Yep, it's Daniel. Okay. I was just trying to think of, uh, now I can't think of the actress's name, um, his wife. I was uh, trying to think of uh, her saying his name. I'll wait and see if you get the name right or if you guess the actress. I will. Uh, I was about to say Sissy Spacek. <laughs> but I was like, no, it's not her. Uh, gosh, I'll, it Gary? might come to me later. Okay, so anyway, uh, Daniel, Robin Williams' character, yep, yep. is doing voiceovers for uh, cartoons, like Looney Tune-type cartoons. And, yes. And um, in the middle of doing a scene, I think with like a little bird and a cat or something. Yeah. And the cat's like forcing the bird to smoke a whole cigar. Uh-huh. Um, he goes off script and basically he's like trying to point out like, Oh, this is so horrible. And like, why are we showing this to these kids? Like, right. Um, the, yeah. The and, bird is basically enjoying the, the oh, cigar cigarette. And Oh, that's right. Yeah. And he ad libs like, saying like, Oh no, this yeah. is the worst. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Coughing and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the producers or whoever is sitting behind them, you know, is like, you know, you got to get off script. It's like, why are we teaching this to these kids or why are we doing it this way? And it essentially gets himself fired for kind of standing up to being like, I don't, I'm not doing this. Yep. So this is kind of wrong. Be Piss off, this. Lou. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bit, 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 bit. <laughs> does he say piss off? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Piss off, Lou. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He does a little porky pig and piss off, Lou. So he quits. Um, yeah. And trying to think they're not already on the verge of like they're not already divorcing no right okay it's not it's not until he gets no. there and no, he's he, late right he uh picks up the kids and they're confused because he should be at work yes yeah they're like gets you were fired and he's like no i quit yeah. man why can't i think of her name she's like i mean one of the well most well-known and prolific actresses ever mm-hmm Mm -hmm. And I'm just totally blanking on her name. Uh, Sally Fields. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> Sally. Sally. Uh, yeah. Okay. So for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, like, okay, the overarching story of this is a man who gets split from his wife and has to try to earn her affection and the kid's affection back. And he does this. So in a, a very weird way. <laughs> yeah, unconventional yeah. <laughs> way. Um, with Pierce Brosnan in his way. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, he gets Bonk. home with the kids, and I can't exactly remember how it comes up, but, like, they get into an argument. Um, um, his wife, I'm just going to call her <laughs> Sally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sally. Um, his Miranda. wife. Miranda. Miranda. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, Miranda and Daniel get into an argument, I think, about his job. And um, was he late or that's something just, like that? That's just part of it. Yeah. So he, he comes home and he actually uh, hires a mobile petting zoo uh, to come over to the house. And I believe it's for the youngest birthday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Whatever yeah. her name is. It's Lydia, Chris, and Natalie. I think it's, it's Matilda. Natalie. Yes. It's Matilda. Um, and, <laughs> Matilda. Uh, a middle Lawrence. Isn't he one of the Lawrences? Matthew. Yeah. Matthew Lawrence. Yeah. <laughs> he's just, he's <laughs> one, one of those Lawrence's. brothers. He's one of them. <laughs> And then I don't remember the other sisters, the, the other child's name. Yeah, chick from Independence Day. <laughs> That's uh, right. Lydia, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. the daughter from Independence Day. Okay. Um, so any hoozle, they get into an argument of which I don't remember exactly, but it's kind of like everything's culminating about their relationship. And, um, and she, I think, says in the argument, like, she wants a divorce. There... There are a few things that happen. So first, uh, the petting zoo, and then the neighbor calls Miranda's office, basically oh. telling her that your husband's over here with a bunch of animals. And then while she's at work, she's more or less being offered a promotion. Yeah. And okay. the person that is giving the promotion, I think, is uh, Stu. Is uh, it Pierce Stu? Brodman. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if he was actually <clears throat> her boss or just a colleague. Um. But she does arrive home, and they're they're dancing around. And yeah. There are tons of kids there, and immediately argument, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's they like, "What? Well, we're having a good time." And she's like, "This is he's irresponsible." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I think that's kind of like what it boils down to is he he's irresponsible. He can't keep a job. Like he's you know lost another job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not taking this all everything as seriously as she thinks he should. Right. Um. And. Yeah, the I think, you know, this is just my memory. I think, yeah, by the end of it, it's basically like uh, we need to get a divorce. Um, and does it immediately kind of cut to the it cuts to it cuts to uh, them arguing more. They're cleaning up the house. The kids yeah, are on yeah. the stairs listening. Yes, they're all listening. Yep, 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 yep. And um, it eventually boils down to that. Yeah, yeah. And, and the she, next. I was going to say, does it cut down or like immediately cut to the like um, the custody hearing custody hearing? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't I don't think it necessarily gets ugly, but essentially, like, unless he has a job, like the judge is saying, like, you don't have a job, um, you don't have a good living situation outside of the you know current home, et cetera, et cetera. Like you wouldn't be fit. And then Robin Williams gets yeah. this really touchy, touching. uh it's like, please don't take my kids away from me, like, thing. And yeah, so initially, I, the judge grants Miranda sole custody of yes. the children. Since Daniel has neither residence or a job. Yep. And he gives Daniel, him a certain amount of time. Yeah, he to will do grant both. joint custody right. if he can get both within three yeah. months. Yes, I was going to say, I think it's like 90 days. He's got to mm-hmm. get a suitable home and a and job and, and kind of prove to the court he could be, you know, a fa- an independent father if he had to be. Yeah. I think that's kind of the whole point is like if either parent has to be an independent parent because the other one's not available or whatever, like could they do it? Yeah. So he has to kind of prove that he can do that. Um, and so he, 
man, this is kind of all fuzzy because I can just kind of see like the the funny scenes. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you I'll give you another thing. Okay. He uh, ends up living with Frank, his brother. And uh, his oh, yeah, brother's he's, he's uh, the significant other and yeah, make, makeup artist or whatever. Yeah, I'm yeah. not sure if the no, I don't think they're married. No, um, it wasn't legal back then. But uh, but he he eventually gets his own place. Yeah. Yeah. He he does, but he starts with the brother Frank, who is a makeup yeah. artist, right? And uh, I go from there. Yeah, and then I don't remember if anything happens in between this, but he does get a job at like a TV studio. Except he's basically like a runner, like he's doing yeah, a little he's, cleaning, he's, he's doing not a little doing equipment moving, all behind like the that. camera. Yeah, he's just yeah. moving stuff back and forth. He doesn't actually, yeah, do yeah, anything significant. Um, and honestly, I don't remember, which is kind of crazy because this is the whole, like, this is the twist of the movie. Um, I do know that Miranda is interviewing nannies. Yes. And trying to figure out how to get some help at the house because she works a full-time job. So she's going to have to have somebody who watches the kids after school until she gets home. Um, so she interviews various nannies and I don't know how Daniel gets the idea. Um, yeah, like I don't know how he, (laughs) yeah. Um, I don't Uh, remember like what it is. I think it's something on TV that he sees. Um, but I don't remember what it is that tells him that she's looking for nannies where he's like, Oh, I could do that. Um, Maybe he sees if I, oh man, this is kind of fuzzy, but I think maybe he talks to Miranda at some point. Well, in my head, for some reason, I'm picturing it. I do think that they have some sort of conversation where she lets slip that she's looking for nannies and Daniel thinks that like he maybe offers the idea of, well, why don't I just be the nanny um, for the kids? And she's like, no, that's not going to work. So, um, he somehow, and I think he maybe sees like a character on TV. It might be Julia Child, um, like on TV, <laughs> but he gets this idea like, what if I go into disguise and I get the nanny job to spend more time with the kids? Because he's just, he's desperate to see his kid. Right, right. Um, so there's a, there's an ad for it in the paper, in the classifieds. Oh. Yeah. And uh, he alters it so that no one calls the right number. Yeah. So she doesn't get any calls about the nanny position except That's for right. him. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought she did. I thought she did a couple interviews with a couple of them or something like that before he alters it, but they just weren't good fits. Yeah. Something so like that. He starts calling and. <laughs> oh, yeah. He crank calls her. Yeah. He crank calls her and like makes yeah. them all sound insane. So yes. That's right. <laughs> different voices and stuff. Wears just her like, down. <laughs> yeah. Until she meets and he gets this idea to, you know, be this nice little sweet old lady and his um, brother um, and partner get him dressed up like they yes. make a mold of his face and they make a mask and and basically yeah, set him up to be this little nice English or Scottish like actually um, by the accent but this little sweet old lady and mm-hmm. he says everything that she wants to hear to get the job she goes and he interviews with her and says all the right things and <laughs> and he, <laughs> yeah he he does the crank calls first and then he goes it's like now for the kill and then he yes goes, and he pretends to be her he doesn't right. have a name so he looks at the 
like the newspaper and it says Doubtfire. Yeah. Like, in part of the headline. And he's like, Doubtfire, dear. It's Doubtfire, dear. <laughs> and, uh, and he goes to his brother's like, I need you to make me a woman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Yeah. <laughs> his voice. Yeah, that, that guy. I can't remember his <laughs> oh, name. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, honey. It's Harvey Fierstein? Yeah. Fierstein? First time. He's been in Fierstein? a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Um, he was also in Independence Day. <laughs> yes, he was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, he gets dressed up as Mrs. Doubtfire, interviews with her, gets the job um, because, like, to Miranda, he's like, this is too good to be true. Like, he's saying all the right things or she's yes. saying all the right things and <laughs> she's absolutely perfect. Um, and so at first the kids are weary, but I think they warm up pretty quickly. Yeah, um, because she's very disciplinary. Yes. Very strict, uh, wants them very to stick strict. to their homework and all that mm -hmm. and gets them, you know, great structure. But um, that's kind of how like the middle of the movie kind of goes. It's like a back and forth between him having to live double lives. Like he's working on um, keeping his job and um, making sure that he gets his own place so that when. Can't remember, it must be CPS or whatever sub department of that, but like child protective services. Yeah. This woman has to come and inspect his place before he's allowed to have visitation. Yeah. Selner. Right. Oh yeah. Selner. And so um, he tries to like sweet talk her with all these little jokes and stuff like that and doing different voices. And, but she comes and looks at his place and makes sure like, okay, yeah, you can start visitation. Right. Right. And there's a, a few things that you skipped keep going <laughs> yeah i mean there's so much that happens that like i can really oh gosh i can really only picture like honestly i don't remember where the the boobs on fire and the the meringue <laughs> the meringue face uh thing happens does it miranda shows up unannounced to uh, mrs doubtfire's place right so that's when uh selner comes to look at his place and he tries to convince her that his sister Oh, that's right. He's living with him, and uh, yeah. he has to like try and pretend they're both there at the same time. Yes, and so he has to keep <laughs> running into a room, switching out clothes. Yes. He does this again later in the movie, but um, switching out clothes, and then one time he realizes he forget, forgot to throw the mask on. Yes. Um, and Miss Selner's about to walk into the kitchen, and he grabs a pie or a cake that's sitting in his fridge and dunks his face into it. Um, so that it looks like she's wearing a mask <laughs> <laughs> and she's making tea for, for her. <laughs> yeah. The tea just dropped in. It's like, yeah, she's like, one, <sighs> one lump or two. It's like, oh, there's an extra one. <laughs> yeah. Cause the, the mask is just melting off of his face. Well, uh, yeah, he couldn't, he couldn't put the mask back on because it fell out the window. And so, yeah, that's right. The, got yeah. ran over. Yeah. And yeah, his but, brother uh, has to help him with, uh, making another, he's like, you know, yes. be careful with this one. Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, that's the thing is, man, I can I can kind of picture all these scenes. But again, comedies, why are they so freaking hard? It's because it's all about laughing. I mean, yeah, it is all about <laughs> laughing. Like, but try to ignore order, the serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, because like I know there's some heartfelt scenes where some of the kids kind of like open up to Miss Doubtfire. She starts mm -hmm. to get on their good side, you know, slowly throughout the movie. There is a scene where. The kids do get to visit with um, 
Daniel and mm-hmm. they have, they have dinner. I think they have like spaghetti or something like that. And yeah, they miss them and all that. And, but then I think he snaps at one of them. He does. Yeah. He, he ends up talking about, uh, amoebic dysentery. She's <laughs> like, you know, she just came down with amoebic dysentery. And then the youngest is like, amoebic dysentery. What's that? And then the, Matt says it's where you like poop forever until you die. <laughs> 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 it's like, why would you want that to happen among yeah. the just you know, it just spirals yeah. from there. Yep. Um, but that but, that's that's before he becomes Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um so that's the thing, I just can't put them in order. Anyway, so yes, kind of the gist of it though is like I said, there's a lot of scenes where he has to live this double life. He's trying to get his life in order, he's Mrs. Doubtfire. He's Miss Doubtfire is getting closer and closer to the kids and the family like uh, Miranda, you know, it's not like she's attracted to Miss Doubtfire, but like some of the things that she says and all that, she just is so happy to have her there. She's basically um, the opposite of Daniel. Yeah, exactly. Like just like, wishing like, why couldn't I just, you know, my partner be like this? So, yes. Um, eventually. Um, I think. I mean, it's not I'm trying to think of like how what is his name? Stu? Stu, yes. Kind of fits into all of it, but Stu slowly is worming his way into and I say worming, like I don't think they ever show him as being like a liar or having any other intentions of, other than just like liking her. It's just the the professional aspect. They work yeah. together and right. she works for him sort of. And then he just keeps showing up in her life. Yes. And yeah. not in a way that's like, you know, the same way that Daniel is. Daniel's all about compassion and, yeah. you know, um, loving, uh, like, unconditionally with emotion, like, emotional connection. And Stu is all about being the best there is. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's like, Pierce Brosnan. Like, he's good looking. He's He's professional. He's got his life in order. But there is a scene where they go to the pool. Yes. Outfire the kids, Miranda and Stu. Um, and everyone's running around having a great time. Miss Doubtfire goes, hangs out by the bar. Um, <laughs> and because I think he's like really hot, like because he's wearing all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and Stu comes over there. And I think he makes a little uh, small talk with them. And this is the only time that I, for some reason in my head, I feel like he does say something about the kids. Like, aren't they wonderful? Or, you know, Miss Doubtfire says, like, aren't they great? And he's like, yeah, they're, they're great. Um, but mentions something about Miranda and how they would have a future. I think that's the only time where the audience is like, like we don't, yeah. we don't like Stu. Um, yeah. The entire time Mrs. Doubtfire is there, she's just drinking. Yes. Constantly. Yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got a little, he's had a little to drink. Um, he, a woman even walks up to the bar and he offers to pay for a drink and she's just like, what? Yeah. No. <laughs> and then he like belches and, uh, like some old guy that's at the bar, like looks at right. her and, and he goes, what? <laughs> what are you looking at? And says it in his normal voice. Um, and when Stu walks away after they have a little chit chat, he grabs a orange off the bar and chucks it at his head and nails him in the back of the head. You know, pretends yeah. like he didn't. Nothing happened. Stu's like clearly like God, so that hurt. Uh, Stu is talking to some guy that he knows at the bar, and he's telling her, telling him, it's like, yeah, I'm dating uh, Miranda. Oh yeah, and he's like, oh yeah, the woman with all the kids, coming from the man who never wants to date anyone with a 
like kids. Yeah. She never wants to have kids. Yeah. He's yeah, trying yeah. to say, he's like, yeah. well, I'm pushing 40. I don't want to spend the rest of my life by myself. And that's yeah. when he gets hit in the back of the head. Right. Right. And I think he, doesn't he say something about like boarding school or something like that? Like, he's like, you know, eventually the kids will be in, out of the picture or something like that. So, so yes. Well, he says God knows they need some kind of stable father figure in their life. Now. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Like, what he, about the real father? The guy's a loser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And after he hits him with it, loser. and then Stu turns back around yeah. and he goes, prick. <laughs> Keeps drinking. Um, he's like, Oh, sir, I saw it. Yeah. Some <laughs> yeah. hooligan on the uh, like, <laughs> angry man of the kitchen staff. Did you yeah. not tip them? Oh, the terrorists, they run away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I run by fruiting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So then I think they have like this big dinner planned at the house um, where he tries to cook, and that's where the boobs catch on fire. And I don't remember if this is before or after the pool. But it's another scene where Mrs. Dalfire's making dinner for the family. And he's, he's, it's, it's this, you pick this up as the audience member, but Daniel is trying to prove himself through mm-hmm. Mrs. Dalfire, but yes. they don't know it's Daniel. So like Daniel's trying to be there for the kids and he's trying to like show that he can cook a good home uh, meal and prepare everything for the kids and make sure that they do their homework. Like, but you can't prove it for yourself because you're proving it as Miss Doubtfire. Right. And then I guess his plan is a, was, would be to eventually tell them like, it's been me all along. Don't you love me now? But, uh, which is like a dumb plan, but <laughs> yeah, he just takes his face off. Yeah, no, I was just like, screamed, how do you get out of that? Or do you yeah. die as Mrs. Doubtfire? <laughs> yeah, you uh, just keep going. Yeah. <laughs> it's weird. Like, died she's on not the aging. Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I do remember like there's a dinner scene, but he messes up, um, basically almost burns everything. Yeah. And he has um, to get takeout. Yes. And then he has to order takeout really quickly mm-hmm. before Miranda gets home so that she is unawares and stays impressed by him. Yep. Um, and he does that, like everything's set up and she's like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, can't believe you did all of this and kids are doing their homework and they seem to like you and all of this stuff. So. Now I'm trying to think of like how this kind of transitions to where he's exposed. I know that, there's that scene all takes place before the pool scene. Okay. Um, and there is another scene that you also missed where uh, Daniel's son catches him. Uh, and oh, then finds out it's like, oh my god, it's a man. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Well, I was going to say I know that the kids slowly do find out. Yes. And all of them also like anybody who's listening to this right now is like, you're all over the place. <laughs> well, I can't put it in order. I just know how it ends. <laughs> Cause like, okay. So I know that there's a scene, um, where in Daniel's life, he just happens to be watching, um, a recording of a science show about dinosaurs. Yes. Um, and yes. he's just, he's just chilling there. Like, um, taking a quick little five minute break, um, watching them record this. And it's some old dude that's really boring. Right. And he's just being, you know, overly boring, uh, explaining dinosaurs with these models of dinosaurs. And this other guy comes walking up and stands next to him and they, st- he starts riffing about it. He's like, yeah, oh, like what kid is going to watch this? This is boring. Like really you mm-hmm. should have like 
you guys should have the dinosaurs talking to each other or should do a little rap about dinosaurs. And and the guy who's he's talking to is cracking up, thinks it's really yes. funny. He's like, ah, that's really funny. That's really good. And Robin Williams or Daniel says something to the effect of like he insults whoever organized this show, like put the show on. Like, and put the show on. He's like, oh, I did. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. And he's like, oh, uh, you know, I'll be going now or whatever. And um, he a bit, he more or less agrees with him, though. He's yes, like, exactly. He's, he's like, like, yeah, you know, this is yeah. crap. We're going to cancel it in a week. Um, yeah. But he's impressed with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lenny invites him to do uh, dinner. Yes, exactly. At a restaurant. Yes. Pitch ideas like this possible new host. Right. He's like, I want to hear some more of your mm-hmm. funny ideas. And he's like, oh, yes, sir. Of course. Yeah. And so, yeah, he now he has a dinner set up with his boss potentially for who knows, like, you know, it could be career making for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also. And along the way, like you said, the kids slowly figure it out. Like, I think, yeah, right, you're right. His son figures it out first. Yes. And then, and then he, he runs to his sister and tells yes. her like, yeah. like, oh, my God. And then. Eventually, he reveals himself to them. Yes, he has to. Um, yeah. And they know this before the dinner, I'm pretty sure. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, but they won't. He doesn't want them to tell Natalie. Correct. She's too young. She won't understand. Yeah. Uh, so. And not to tell the mother. Um, yeah. Because he has to figure out how to do that himself. Mm-hmm. So they all end up going to dinner one night. And um, Miranda invites Mrs. Doubtfire to come with them. And he feels like he can't reviews, obviously, but he knows, oh, crap, this is on the same night. Same night. Yes. It was as I have my dinner with my boss as Daniel. So they go to this fancy dinner with Stu and he has to play again. This is kind of the same thing that happened with uh, the inspector. Yes. He has to do a double life. So he keeps running to the bathroom to switch between Daniel and Mrs. Doubtfire. He goes, spends a little time with his boss. Um <laughs> Cracking up, trying to make jokes and stuff like that. Well, we excuse me one moment. And the underpinning uh, joke here is that he's drinking with oh, Miranda yeah. and everyone else, and he's also drinking with him because yes. he orders scotch. And yes. He's like, oh yeah, let's do this. Yeah. And he's like, oh it's, man. Yeah. So he's getting he's getting a little drunk. <laughs> yeah. Um, and eventually, and because of that, I think that's like kind of what the audience should figure out. It's like, oh, because of that, and he's doing this so fast, he's going to make a mistake. Yes. And he does. Um, mm-hmm. I can't remember. Does he dress back up as Miss Doubtfire and come back? But he forgets the mask and he sits down with his boss. He no, he's fully dressed up as Miss Doubtfire. He, comes, oh. he sits down and he just starts talking as yeah. himself. Yeah, and he's and like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> and yeah. he's like, "Oh, this." It's uh, like, "Can I help you?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I can't yeah. remember. I don't think he makes a mistake at Miranda's table. No, um, no. So but, he's go ahead. Here, I'll let you. Yeah, eventually something happens where Stu um, mm-hmm. gets something lodged in his throat, um, a shrimp. It's kind of Daniel's fault. Oh. Do you remember? Is he allergic? Yeah, so he's... Yeah. Uh, um, and he makes sure he passes by the kitchen or something. Yes. And he puts a bunch of extra pepper or something on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, on, on his plate. Um, and it causes him to start choking. Yeah. So and he does that. And that's when he goes over to Lundy's table. Yes. Mrs. Doubtfire. And then yep. he sees that Stu is choking. 
Mm -hmm. And so he goes charging through the restaurant, like running and jumping yeah. over Help things. Not like, an, yeah, not like an old woman would do. <laughs> yeah. Help is on the way. And yeah. runs, grabs him, Heimlich's, saves his yeah. life. Um, yeah. But in the process of the Heimlich, doesn't his wig pop off or his corner of his mask? comes off, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and Natalie's so, upset and confused. and Yeah, freaked so out. Miranda. And the kids already know, and Miranda's like, "Oh my god!" And he pulls the rest of his mask off, and and I can't remember like they don't. I don't think they say much here, right? They just leave. They just leave and cut to the custody hearing. Yes, yeah, because and maybe he says something. I think he's tries to give a quick reason why he's like, "I just wanted to, you know, be with my children," or mm -hmm. yada yada. So yes, then they cut to the custody custody hearing and. They don't grant him, they grant full custody to Miranda, yes, right? Yes. Because do. of what happened. Because it disturbs the judge. Yeah. Grants full custody to Miranda. Yeah. Limited uh, supervised visitation once a week. Yes. Daniel. Yeah. Um, and Daniel goes back to his life, sadly, but I think he's gotten, I think he gets the promotion anyway, though, right? He does. Yeah. He, he gets that promotion. Um, to host but the show. Miranda and the kids become depressed because without Mrs. Doubtfire, I mean. Correct. You know. Yeah. So like this is like coming towards the end of the movie is, yeah, the kids are sad. They miss Miss Doubtfire, even though they know it was Daniel, like they miss Miss Doubtfire, who is their dad. Like, I think they kind of make this connection like it came from his mind. He was still doing it um, like and he did it with the intention of just taking care of the kids and wanting to spend time with them. Yes. And so, so did, uh, and then when they say that they miss her, Miranda says, so do I. And, um, I think she goes to his house, right? She goes to the studio, the studio. That's right. And where he's, he wraps he's, up one of the episodes. Right. And so now he has a new show on TV where he plays Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm -hmm. Like, um, and it's supposed to be an educational show for kids, kind of like a educational show mixed with, uh, a Mr. Rogers neighborhood mm -hmm. yeah. type thing <laughs> little characters things like that um in a little home setting where he just teaches lessons and stuff like that and yeah she's at the studio and i think she says something like you know i'd like you to come back or if she, is she available or you know could she, they you talk know. for a minute yeah. about everything that happens that she's still a little upset that right you know how it happened but she can't deny that, you know, things were better when he was around. Right. Um, um, and so she doesn't say like you can have full visitation or anything like that, that technically, but I think it's like the idea is that, you know, you can come around more often. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I can't remember if it ends there or if it does end with him showing up to the house. Ends with him showing up to the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like I think Miranda's in the doorway, then she like moves to the side, he's behind her or something like that. Yeah, she and tells all the, the kids, kids like there's a new babysitter and she yeah. opens the door, it's him. Yeah. yeah. And they all freak out and love it and give him give him hugs and stuff. And does yeah, he and does he end with saying something in her voice or something like that? So she's uh, they're leaving, the kids are leaving, and uh Miranda watches an episode that he did where Miss Stoutfire answers a letter from a little girl whose parents are divorcing. Yeah. Saying that no matter what arrangements family has, uh, love will prevail. Yeah. That's like the end of the movie. Yeah, that's the end. I, I know there's so much more in between, 
And, <laughs> you know, and I can even, I can kind of like picture the scenes, like a, like the montage of getting them in the makeup yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's all hilarious and stuff. And uh, the different like voices and they try different yeah, things. <laughs> he tries, yeah, he tries different uh, masks and looks and voices yeah. and just can't get it right until he's like, he lands on the one. Like, this is it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, he does all those crank calls. Uh, it's just, there's so much in it and I can kind of picture him. It's just, for some reason, I'm just struggling to put them together in the middle. Yeah, it's always a comedy, man. Yeah. It's just, you can picture all the funny bits. His, his boobs we, catching on fire. Yeah. The, yeah. the mask getting run over the, the, the yeah. cream on the face. Cause the kids across the street are watching him. Yeah. Change. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and they're, they're all just laughing like, and then he'd seize them. He's like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, there's so many good parts in this movie. I'll, I'm glad to go rewatch it because I'll be grateful to just come back and put everything back in order because <laughs> there are so many really good things in this movie and it's a wonderful movie like anybody i love it yeah if you couldn't tell by this 35 minute retelling of it where i kind of like butchered putting everything in order like it's a great movie everyone should watch miss doubtfire it's like a robin Williams it is classic it is and yeah. it is sweet and it's only like maybe an hour 45 if that long it's not a super long movie um it's funny it's sweet yeah. it's a good movie it is. It's really good. Yeah, with a nice heartwarming ending and good message, you know. Because yeah, it's not perfect. Like, it doesn't end with, like, let's get back together. It's, no. let's let you it's like be in the kids' lives. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. so, it doesn't always work out that way. Wow. This movie's budget was uh, $25 million, and it made $219 million Good God. Just in the U.S. And worldwide, it was $441 million. Good God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, but this is also peak Robin Williams. Like, hey, yeah, it was. Robin Williams comedy? Like, oh, yeah, then I know it's going to be hilarious. I'm going to go see it. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet, like, I wonder how much he got paid at the time, but I'm sure at that time he was one of the highest paid, you know, movie stars. So okay. a good chunk great, of that budget yeah. probably went to him. And really, I mean, yes, it's his movie and he's a star and he really is the star of it because he plays two roles like do the whole thing. Um, You're just waiting to see what happens with Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, so good. So good. All right, well, then I need to go watch this movie and maybe you do, too. Yeah, I do. (laughs) (laughs) Which I'm excited about. It's it's really funny and I just haven't watched it in a while, but it is one of those like repeats like you could put on Miss Doubtfire anytime because it's. It's funny. It really is funny. And his delivery, of course, is, is spot on. And a good example of that is this. What happened? He was quite fond of the drink. Ah. It was the drink that killed him. How awful. He was an alcoholic. No, he was hit by a Guinness truck. So it was quite literally the drink that killed him. Oh, how tragic. All right, we're back. And... You got to watch the movie? I got to watch the movie. Yeah, you got to watch the movie. Well, I mean, you also got to watch it. Yeah, Yeah, so you also watched it. (laughs) It's funny, we just said this right before recording, but I didn't look that closely at the article. What is, like, what what does it say? It's like, man something, doubtfire? Like, but what is doubtfire? I don't, I don't know. I should have paused it and read. Yeah, because the, the syntax for that, for that phrase. I don't know. Yeah. And I feel like there was a missed opportunity there that they should have done it like at least twice where he looked at something in the room and he like, you could tell what you might say 
but he doesn't say it on the phone, obviously. And then he looks at something else and second guesses himself. And then he looks at the paper and goes, oh, doubtfire. Because it's the first thing he grabs. Like yeah, he just the, first the paper thing. and it's like, oh, doubtfire. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So we got to watch it. Um, and that's it. So that's our episode. Yeah. I, so <laughs> I noticed, you know, like usual, when we talk about whether or not we notice what we got right and wrong, I, I think I was overcomplicating the movie because for the most part, I pretty much got it right. Yeah. The thing that I got wrong, at least when I, telling you what uh, was going on, was yeah. the uh, Stu Dunmire is not her boss, it's a client. Yes. Client. Yep. Just a yeah. client. And it's and he basically used that client sure to I don't know, is that a word? <laughs> he used that yeah. status. Uh, <laughs> the clientessness. Yes, um, it's the clientessness. He, he well he also had a history. Closer. Yeah, he had a history yes. with her. Right. So, yeah. But, whatever that history was. Yeah, he basically used it as a guise just to get back in touch with her. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But he did so knowing that she was married. Right, he doesn't know that she's <laughs> divorcing until yeah, she talk- no. or he talks to her. Yeah, so yeah, so there's Pay a little creep that, factor yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we, I think we mentioned in the first part of this, like mentioning, you know, he wasn't really a creep. He seemed like a good guy. He's just wrong place, wrong time type thing. But no, a little was, creepy. Yeah, but when he's at the bar with um, Daniel as Miss mm-hmm. Doubtfire. He says really nice things. Like, I thought that was the point where he says something a little creepy, but basically the guy's like, you, who doesn't want to commit? He's like, well, I'm turning 40, and right. and these kids I'm absolutely nuts for. Like, look how cute they are and everything. And so, he just hates on Daniel a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. was he wrong? No. <laughs> right, exactly. So, like, any, and I think feel like anybody in that position probably would have said the same thing. Like, you know, they are getting divorced or they got divorced, and um, and from what I hear from uh, whatever her name is, what's uh, Sally Field's character? Miranda. Name? Miranda. So for all he knew from whatever Miranda told him about him, it was probably like, yeah, the guy's a loser. Can't keep a job. Always d- breaking things. Always yeah, ruining things. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so the thing that I, but like I said, I, I feel like I got pretty much everything right because when I went back and thought about it, I was like, okay. I think I was just ask. I was thinking there was too many things um, because there's a montage in the middle. Like once yeah. he's established as Miss Doubtfire, there's a montage of him just basically doing well as a nanny. Yeah, playing soccer with Matt. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. on their bikes around the Golden Gate Bridge. Cleaning the house. Cleaning the house. Yeah. And so in my head, I was thinking I couldn't, I didn't remember that montage. So I was thinking there's got to be other scenes and other things happening in between what I did describe. But really, that's it. There was a montage. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, the kids find out. And then the dinner. And then the end. Yeah. 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 I, um, it's, I have a, a thing. That, um, I wouldn't even say it's really a gripe or anything. But I kept thinking about how uh mr lundy first saw daniel like yeah the dinosaurs Mm -hmm. and daniel oh hold on oh my god (laughs) (laughs) i couldn't stop it it was coming (laughs) 
He sounded like uh, him when he was describing the, the bird as he's coughing on the cigarette. <laughs> Sweet, no. I feel it coming into my lungs. Not the tobacco. Lung yeah. cancer. <laughs> Lung cancer. He turns to the booth and three guys are just smoking. Yeah. Smoking it's like, come air. on, guys, don't you think? And no, biased audience. <laughs> yeah, biased audience. Um, what was I saying? Uh, Mr. Lundy, when he first sees him playing uh-huh. with dinosaurs, he's like really upbeat. He's doing like hip hop and like doing like all these things yeah. with the dinosaurs. And then at the end of the movie, he's Mrs. Doubtfire. And it's almost the same show as yeah. the other guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I mean, I kind of thought about that, but also when they show him as Miss Doubtfire on the show, like he's cracking he's, jokes. He's yeah, got he's little definitely sidekicks. a warmer presence, but also and, the same pace. <laughs> yeah, same pace. Yeah, an older person. Yes. It's just, I don't know. I don't know they, if you noticed the mailman in the yeah, show is yeah. the old host. The old yeah. host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's true. <laughs> um, when you mentioned like him playing with the dinosaurs, it is funny because, and I guess he just probably he probably figured it out as he was being missed out fire, or it just happened to come to him right when he was caught coming back to Lundy's table in makeup. Mm-hmm. But he had this idea where he could be fun and and educate kids yeah. and stuff like that, and then. Like you said, doing a little rap with the dinosaurs, like clearly it'd be an energetic show where he's the yeah. host. But then he he switches it to being, oh, Mr. Yes. Dinosaur would be the host it, and it'll be like Miss Rod- Mr. Rogers' Neighbors. It's like you're just succumbing to that mistake and living with mm-hmm. that mistake of just staying in Mr. Yeah. Doubtfire's makeup and sitting at the yeah. table. He could have said, well, let's have this a part of the show. Right. Like do a variety show to keep things changing during the. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah, so I did think thing. about that. Yeah, I, I was like, was it true inspiration or was it, yeah, like you said, he just had to think on his feet and now he's yeah. stuck. Yep. I I want to think it was like true inspiration. Like he's became the character and so he's like, oh, this is actually a really I mean, nice idea. When he's talking to the little girl about like how to deal with divorce. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's very, um, what's his face? Uh, can't I remember his name. Just suddenly blanked. Mr. Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. It's very Mr. Mr. Rogers. Rogers. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. My brain doesn't work sometimes. But um very very sweet. (laughs) It's very similar to that as Mm -hmm. far as like the it's goofy, but also there's a like morality to it. Yes. And yeah. I do like that. Kindness. But also Mm. when I try to look at it from Mr. Lundy's point of view, he's trying to get rid of yeah that guy like he basically cancels the show tries to revamp it but he doesn't really revamp it right right right. same thing with a different person whatever yeah that being overcritical about that yeah (laughs) but i think about it every time i watch the movie i'm just like it's true (laughs) yeah and i mean in today's in 2023 it wouldn't work because everyone would be in an uproar and I'm not saying like they wouldn't be rightfully so, but they'd be like, I think why does a, why does a guy in drag get the role? Yeah. Why wouldn't you just cast a woman? Um, but then also it'd be like, well, why not let a guy in drag yeah. do it? But 
it's funny that they were just like, no, that makes sense. Right, <laughs> let, right. let them be in full <laughs> makeup to look entirely like a woman where everyone would have to second guess, like, is that a man on there? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. They never reveal funny. it to the real world ever. Right, right. A, yeah, like they just believe it's a woman hosting it. But um, the first thing that I noticed was right off the bat, the opening credits. Uh, something surprised me. Music by Howard Shore. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I missed that. I missed <laughs> <Yeah>. that. <laughs> I was just sitting there reading the little credits as the mu- happy music's going on. It says music by Howard Shore. And I was like, I'm sorry. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it doesn't, it's not particularly robust of a soundtrack, but yeah, no, it's scored by Howard Shore. There's a, there are little things in it that yeah. would help me figure out that it's the movie. Like if I was in a different room and I heard, I don't know if it's a piano that plays, yeah. uh, but I think I would recognize it. Yeah. If I was in a different room. Could I sure. tell you how it sounds right now? No. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Hmm. Um, and I know there were some parts of the movie that I didn't remember that I should have that were really hilarious, like um, the voice changing, the voice montage where the uh, social worker is doing the yeah. initial interview of yeah. Daniel. She's like, do you have any special skills? And he goes, oh, well, yes, of course I do. I, I do voices. Yes. What kind of voices? And <laughs> he just goes through so many yeah. different ones. Different accents. And they're all really funny. Yeah. Yeah saying different things and he does that again with the montage with the makeup which i kind of forgot yeah and i don't know how i forgot it because it's part so funny <laughs> um but yeah they're trying all like slowly scaling up the makeup and the wigs and the prosthetics to get them to the right character and yeah <laughs> they're all so funny I start with like the black wig and the long nails. Yes, and he's, <laughs> like, he's got an accent like, there. Yeah, <laughs> ra- rambling on and stuff. And he's like, "No, I don't think this works." And it's like, "Okay, we'll go a little older." And scales it up. And he, at one point, he looks like Barbara Streisand. Yes, and he sings exactly. a little song. Um, but you know, ooh, it's funny. Like, it's like, yeah, okay, we'll change it up. And he goes, yeah, but you know, I'm looking at it. It's like, look at this wonderful thing we have going. And yeah, the three of them are like, maker. yeah, yeah, take me a match. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's, those parts were yeah. so funny, but it's because those are parts are just like, hey, let's let Robin Williams shine for just a second. Yeah, let's do this. So that's kind that of was, the other thing okay. about this. That's another thing about the end. Um, uh-huh. The fact that he is Mrs. Doubtfire. It's almost like he took, he didn't really take intellectual property, but the fact that his brother made the makeup, he put yes. that character Created together. The character. I wish they had left Nugget saying that his brother was working with him on mm-hmm. the show. You know, him and Frank. Yep. Yeah, he says like, next week we're going to have a makeup artist or my brother Frank Yeah, I heard that. On. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, I don't know. I'm sure. If you, if you saw him on set or something like yeah. that, that would have been nice. Or maybe he just gave him a job. I'm sure he gave him a job. Yeah. Where like he's I mean, the makeup we're artist comes and gets them ready. Yeah. Yeah, we're assuming. Yeah. We're assuming. We're digging too deep into Miss Doubtfire. <laughs> Let's dig deeper. It's not that <laughs> deep, bro. <laughs> um, so really the last thing, like I had written down the same thing, like Stu's a client. He's not her boss. Um yeah. but I watching this movie, I haven't watched a Robin Williams movie, I think since he's died. Really? And yeah. 
I was trying to think about it. I was like, I don't think I've really I've put any of his movies on and watching this and just seeing all like one of the reasons like the reasons why everybody just loved Robin Williams. Thought he was hilarious. He was perfect in movies. Um his timing, his characters, all his energy. I was just it did make me sad. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't I usually just have, get that way with I have one thing to say to you. Did uh-huh. you watch Birdcage when we did that episode? <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I forgot about Birdcage. Okay, so but I only is, watched one. He's not really like classic Robin Williams. He's playing a character and he's doing it well. Yeah, maybe that's why it just kind of like it's passed out of my like, brain. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. You don't immediately think of him. Yeah, you know, this was Robin Williams basically like having opportunities to do like Robin Williams stand up and yes, improv in this exactly. movie. And yeah, I just got a little sad. And like I was going to say, like, I usually don't get that way with like a movie that I'm watching that has a deceased celebrity, not to say that they don't deserve uh, the empathy and, and remorse. But uh, yeah, I just got sad. I was like, man, yeah, so sad. I did think about Boy. that. I thought about him and his uh, daughter, uh, Zelda, I think it's her name. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was just wondering if she ever watched this or if he was like this as a dad. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the yeah. fun guy. Yeah. Yeah. That's really all I noticed because, like I said, I felt like I did pretty decently about it and nothing else stood out as like a momentous detail in the movie. It was like, oh, did you notice this type thing? It moves along pretty quick. And oh, there's one other thing. Miranda's supposed to be a, like an interior designer. I think. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Her, their yeah, house is horrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's thinking the same thing a little bit. I was like, what is going on in there? <laughs> like everything about it, like the curtains, the wallpaper, the everything is just like screams like 90 year old woman. I, <laughs> you're right. You're 100% yeah. correct. <laughs> the only, the only thing I did like was the kitchen, but that wasn't like appointed. You know what I mean? Like, Everything yeah, else looked I, horrible. It, yeah. When yeah. they're when they're huh. cleaning and when they're dusting yes. like the little things, like, oh yeah. my god. I can't imagine yep. having to deal with all of that all the time. Yep. So yeah. I immediately noticed I was like, wait a minute, she's an interior designer and her house looks <laughs> horrible. Yeah, that's the only thing I announced about it. Did you uh <laughs> do you make any other notes? No, not really. No. no I like seeing Ron Williams in this. So like you yeah. said, it's just good. Yeah. I, um, I don't think they could remake this obviously. Oh yeah. Like we the... also watched a uh, hook too. So, Oh, you did <laughs> for a last episode of hook. <laughs> oh yeah. But, oh yeah. Yeah. Huh. Are there any other episodes with why did, Robin Williams? Why did we forget? Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> why did I just, <laughs> I don't know, but even, yeah, I guess so. It just left my brain. Because I was so confident but like, you sitting are right, there watching though. this. Yeah. It's, you know, even in Hook, he's not classic Robin Williams. He's playing yeah. Peter Pan. Yeah. So, yeah. And when he's, when he's not missed Outfire, I feel like he's Robin Williams, you know, like yeah. he's not really playing the character. Oh, 100%. Daniel. Yeah, he's playing yeah. himself. Yeah, yeah. He's Peter Pan. I um, did think, I did think about that. Um how often he like where where does the line get blurred with his improv versus what he's supposed to say yeah yeah. like how well did he mold that because there's a scene when he's arguing with miranda when she first arrives at his apartment 
And that's when he learns about the nanny position. He tells yes. she tells him that. Yes. And he immediately it doesn't give you anything except for like a glimmer in his eye where yeah. he immediately gets this idea of, oh, I'll be the nanny. Yeah, he's like, let me see that ad. And then he yeah. then he writes then he, and he changes, changes the, the numbers. Number. Yeah. Yeah. But right before that, you could tell he, it seemed like he was making some stuff up. Yeah. During their yeah, argument. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, on a business yeah. plot. Yeah. And those those were funny. The montage of prank calls. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty I great. Am Job. I am Job. Like, Please don't make me get the hose. <laughs> Your Back kids, in your cage. Uh, yeah, they pretty well behaved or you need to throttle them every once in a while. <laughs> yeah, pretty good. But yeah, no, I don't think they could remake this movie because it's like one, the premise, it would be too, too transparent, like everyone would know, oh, it's just, just a, nothing, Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. And, and then beyond that, like, I don't know how funny it would be. I don't think the same jokes would be made I don't think it'd be written the same way. And so I think the jokes wouldn't be as funny. And yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But that's, that's about it. Yeah. Do you have anything else for? <laughs> no. Yeah. Now we're, now we're sad. Cause yeah. Just thinking about how great Robin Williams is. I can't believe I forgot about those two movies. we did. <laughs> <laughs> but for some reason, like I was sitting there watching this movie and I was like, Oh man, Robin Williams is like, man, I feel like I, like haven't truly seen him since he died yeah. and and yeah maybe you're right because in those other movies he's like playing a character yeah and it wasn't didn't feel quite like just robin williams being robin williams on screen yeah anyway yeah that's that's uh <laughs> missed outfire everyone should go watch this movie because yes it's great and it is a classic and i feel like even if you haven't seen it you've probably heard of it Oh yeah, some sh it's still talked about today. Like people know about Miss Doubtfire. Yeah, so that's it for this movie. Any final thoughts on Miss Doubtfire? No, no? just today, Miss uh, Robin Williams. We've <laughs> so sad. Yeah, this is just a real just bummer of a second half of an episode. <laughs> <The> listeners. <laughs> so, uh, if anybody does have some final thoughts on uh, Miss Doubtfire or anything else, just. Put it in an email and send it our way. You can do so at moviememorypodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on social media and reach out to us that way and participate with us as we release teasers for upcoming episodes and quizzes about um, your your movie memories. You can follow us at Movie Memories Podcast on social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, other than that, let's leave it with some vintage robin williams that we were just bragging about we've come to this planet looking for intelligent life oops we made a mistake we're happy to be in america don't ask for a green card <laughs> i want you in the worst way well it's certainly a rough meeting and it's not going very well for me i'll tell you that hey boss give it a change she's gonna loosen up any moment <laughs> look at me right now money penny i want to undo that bow and get to know you I'm crazy to make a deal with you! Nancy and I are still looking for the other half of my head. This idiot! This idiot! I'm sitting on a gold mine! Don't make me smack you, sweetheart. I'll do it. Figaro!